and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We're excited you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to us. We certainly hope and pray that Christ would be glorified and you as our listeners would be edified. I encourage you, please, if you're new to the podcast, that you would go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all one word, all lowercase. There you can find out a lot more information about us, have a way of contacting us with your Bible questions, uh, any concerns that you might have. Uh, we get lots of emails, and if you make sure you put something in the subject line that uh, would grab our attention, we get lots of spam. And so I would encourage you to do that. Uh, you can contact us there uh, through the webpage. There's a contact us page. Uh, you can do uh, things there like contact us through our Facebook page, uh, MeWe. We've got several uh, social media accounts that we check on a regular basis and that we try to post things there that we think that uh, might be interesting to those who are really seeking out Christ uh, or sincere uh, follower of Christ already, and what's going on around them, what we need to be praying for. And speaking of praying, we do have a prayer request page there. Uh, we do not uh, change that often, but it does occasionally. And so I would hope that you prayer warriors that are listening would go to that part of our webpage and, and pray for those folks. They seriously have made an effort to contact us and ask for prayers. And I think Prayer is very, very important in our walk. We need to be praying for the nations uh, around the world that are being persecuted, uh, even in the nations that we live in, our own country. We need to be praying for our leaders, uh, that they would stop their evil ways and repent and do what is right in the sight of God. And so we tried to, every week, post a, a new country, for all of us to pray for, and you can find that as well on our social media account, on MeWe, and Facebook. We don't post it on all the others. Uh, some of it, honestly, is a time thing. And so we're y'all volunteer here. We This is not a full-time paid uh, position at all. We volunteer uh, our time to put these things together well, we have uh, one or two people that do occasionally help send a little finances to help us, to kind of keep us going, and the rest that we have to, we work overtime, we do all kinds of things trying to keep this going. And we have more and more followers each and every week, and we just honestly feel very blessed. And if you've been blessed by this, please uh, consider praying for us that we would have success. Uh, if you're able to financially help, there's a way of doing that as well on our Facebook page. There's a link there that you can click to. Also, there's on the webpage, there is Bible uh, questions that have been su submitted to us. It's called Podcast Index. And, and each question session has a number. And then you can go back on your favorite podcasting app and look for that particular question and answer session and listen to the answer to those questions that have already been answered. And be quite honest about it, we get a re daily report each and every day about what countries have listened, where, um, which podcast were listened to. And um, I find it interesting that most people, when they discover for the first time 
the podcast, they go back and they listen to all those questions and answers. They download them all. And I think that's pretty cool. We do have a few congregations, small churches, who cannot afford a full-time preacher. And so they have asked permission to use our podcast as a a form of Bible study and research it out, what we've talked about, and that's fine. I appreciate them asking for permission to do that, and that's encouraging to us that uh, folks are trusting us that much to to use our information out there. And I I know we're not always politically correct, um, and we're not always that scientifically correct, but to us the greatest... uh, government of all is the king of kings, his kingdom, and he is the greatest scientist. He created everything. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a daily Bible reading. And if you have a Bible, I I really seriously encourage you to open it and follow along if you have one available. If you're sitting at home and don't have a Bible, especially in the U.S. currently, you can buy one pretty cheap online you can download them even cheaper onto your uh, phones or your iPads or computers, whatever you have. And, and, you know, I'm a firm believer of having both. One is more convenient than the other, depending on the situation I'm in. If I'm driving down the road, uh, we listen to the Bible. We have it on CD, and that's what we do. We listen to the Bible going down the road. Uh, we listen to it in the house. It's playing in the background. We've downloaded an app uh, that we use uh, in the house here. So uh, I would encourage you to constantly be feeding yourselves with the Word of God. And so there was this book. uh, It's around 2011, and it was released by this interdenominational panel, a group of different denominations. They got together And they put together 25 books that every Christian should read. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I remember picking this book up years ago, uh, a used copy of it, at a garage sale of all places. And uh, I thought, well, you can even buy Bibles at garage sales occasionally. And so, uh, anyway, we... I get this home, and I start thumbing through it and read the index and the preface and... And everything, and uh, they have many books there, historical type Christian books that probably, if you've been in in and around the church and you've studied a little bit, some of these books that are on the list would not uh, surprise you. Uh, for example, the Confessions of Augustine, uh, the Imitation of Christ, uh, a Pilgrim's Progress, the Cost of Discipleship. Uh, that was mandatory reading when I went through school years ago. Uh, Mere Christian, uh, Return of the Prodigal, that's another one that was required reading. And so a lot of these I was already uh, familiar with because of required reading when I went through school. So, uh, But one of the books really that was missing that I truly believe that should have been there, and, and no, it, it's not Facebook, folks. It's the Bible. Okay, and so uh, we seriously really need to read the Bible. Again, like I said, I I was required to read many of these books on this list. Uh, I guess uh, the school instructors and whatnot thought I had had some good historical value. 
and I, I guess it does, and so that's okay. But the Bible also has great historical value, and, and I really, really believe, uh, although these religious uh, books, as are often categorized, or Christian books, that people write about even uh, today about the Bible, I guess they have some benefit. I, I just honestly see most of those people, uh, they have ghostwriters, uh, and, you know, I know a, a, a writer. Uh, her name is Latine Scott, and she's a great Christian lady, good, good, good friend to me and my wife. And, you know, I've asked her in the past, how long does it take to write a book? And she, you know, that's a long time. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And so when uh, you have these famous Christian preachers that put out a new book that's thicker than the Bible about every three months, uh, my guess is they have ghostwriters. And so uh, I just don't waste my money and time on them. And uh, now Latine's books I, I will read because I know she's taken time and efforts to read it. And we're talking about having her as a guest speaker on the podcast uh, sometime in the future when things kind of settle down for her and her life, and we've got some things here that we need to get uh, some settled to. But we have had some discussions for that. And uh, if you're interested in who she is, she does have a web page, and you can go check that out as well. It's latine.com. But again, back to the subject at hand. Uh, there's there's no book that can really honestly replace the Bible. Every Christian, everyone who professes to be a Christian, uh, must make the Bible their number one book uh, to read. Uh, you know, here is Paul in 2 Timothy 3.16. 2 Timothy uh, 3.16. All Scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching for rebuke, for correction, for training, and righteousness. And so, you know, I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, this letter was written by the Apostle Paul uh, to Timothy, a young preacher. I'm guessing he's in his early 30s. I don't know. I'm just guessing. And he's uh, saying the Bible is beneficial. But notice, first thing, it's for teaching, for learning. Okay, but notice the next couple of things. Uh, rebuke for correction. Uh, people don't want to hear that in our world and society today. And I think this is why some of the reason the Bible really is not that popular, uh, especially among worldly type people, but even within the Christian circles. They believe that uh, these new writers are inspired in the Bible as old news. Well, I honestly would totally reject that saying, and uh, and I have. Someone once told me that studying the Bible is like taking vitamins. Yeah, you take a couple of vitamins every day, and and but you know you don't really receive any new waves of energy through your body. But you're what you're doing is you're taking the vitamins to to help build you up to help you against diseases and viruses and make you healthier and stronger. And so studying the Bible in, in some ways is really like taking vitamins. It, it takes time to mature the faith, and it does. It is a lifelong journey of reading, studying, and prayer 
I mean, it, it is, folks. It really is. And so, but this work, this, this study really helps us uh, build up our, our faith in Christ. It helps protect us from sin and disease from the evil one. And if you've been reading and studying your Bible, I know as time has gone on, I've read the Bible countless times from beginning to end. And every time I read, oh, wow, I missed that. How did I miss it? I've read this how many times now? And so the the Bible is just, just so full of wonderful, neat things. But, it, but if you're a fan of, let's say, sports, well, you're going to read sports-type magazines. People who build houses, they, they were going to read blueprints. And doctors, they read medical journals. Yet there are millions of people in the world who claim to be Christian and quite honestly, by choice, have never picked up a Bible and read it from front to the end. From in the beginning, God created to the last word in Revelation. Amen. I, I know I've been in foreign mission fields, third world countries, and these folks just crave to have a Bible to read. I know when I was in the Philippines, these people were reading uh, the Bible that GIs had left from World War II. And they were well used. And the King James Version is not their first English language, obviously. But they were just amazing how much they just loved the Word of God. And we are missing this, listeners, in America. We're missing it. We are. We're so busy watching TV, uh, going to games, after-school projects, whatever. We And I'm not saying any of those things are simple or wrong. But the thing is, where's God in it? Where are we really reading the Bible? I guess it's never made the 25 top list to read. Maybe maybe you started some rev, uh, resolution at the beginning of the year to start reading your Bible and read it every day. And by the time December 31st come around, you would have read the Bible in a year. And a lot of people do that. And it does not, takes, it does not take a lot of time, honestly, uh, each day that's your plan to read it once a year. Uh, it doesn't take that much time out of your day. If you would go to a Christian bookstore and you would pick up an audio Bible, flip it over on the back, and there you're going to see how many hours of listening there is. And honestly, it's less than 80. It's like 79 hours and so many minutes. And the readers of those audio Bibles are reading in a speed out of a 7th grader, English 7th grade. And so, if you're a good reader, you could read a lot faster. And if you're not, you could read it a little slower. Now, studying the Bible is a whole different game. And what I mean by that is, you have to really slow down. And you're going to study a block of text. You're going to do the word studies. You're going to try to figure out the atmosphere going on around it, the history. Why is that prophet saying this? Why did Jesus say that? That type of thing. And that's a little bit different. But if you 
try to get up 10 minutes earlier. You get up that much earlier to go meet grandkids if you needed to. Why can't we get up 10 minutes earlier to meet and visit with God? If we would get up early and spend time with God each day, reading His Word, and we do it seven days a week, see if it really makes a difference in your life, because I know it does in, in our life. The best way to study the Bible, I think, for me personally, is set a time each day and spend that time reading and praying over it, and maybe even studying that what you have just read too. You know, uh, to me, reading the Bible and prayer go hand in hand. It's kind of like peanut butter and jelly. Okay, they just kind of go together. And for the average reader, again, if you're only going to read thirty minutes a day. Uh, you will allow yourself to read the New Testament in 40 days. Basically a month. Okay? So again, it is also essential for our spiritual well-being when we go to worship. Do we prepare to go to worship? Uh, Sunday morning Bible class, Wednesday night Bible class, or Sunday school, whatever you want to call it. You know... Those teachers, if they're really preparing, they've had to take time to read and prepare. And I have always noticed that some congregations and churches I've been in, they all take turns, and they only talk about something for two months or so, three months. And they really don't get any depth into it. They just kind of skim over it because they know at the end of the quarter it's somebody else's problem, and I don't have to do this anymore. And that's not really a, a Christian attitude. Uh, we really all need to be studying, preparing for that class, whether we're the student uh, or the instructor. And I know we have many teachers who listen to this would just love that their students were prepared for class. It would make life a lot easier. Okay, so again, as as you study through a book of the Bible, it's no secret where, the, where you're going to pick back up. I always boggle my mind. Uh, in a congregation in the northern U.S. that I, I was at for just a short time. And I made it really clear, we're going to study the book of Proverbs. We would be in Proverbs for at least a year. If there was a problem with that, I wanted to know now type statement. Everybody said, oh, no, that's great. It's all the Bible. It doesn't matter. That's fine. Well, we got three months into it, and they were all crying. They were bored and wanted to do something different. Okay, so I think I made the point. For those who have every moment in your life filled, social media, ah, what a time killer. I mean, really, let's get out of Facebook and into the book. Uh, you see that slogan a lot on church uh, billboard signs, and I think it's, it's nothing wrong with it. I think we all need to slow down and allow the Word of God into our lives. Uh, people who are traveling for whatever reason, again, have an audio Bible. It's a nice thing to have around. Uh, they ever outlaw it off the internet, you'll have an audio that you can still listen to. And you can uh, play that in your privacy of your home or your car and not bother anybody. If that's what you're worried about. I My neighbors all know what we do. I, I don't care. Uh, if they want to join us, they can, and they have. Okay? And so, um, download an audio Bible. Play it in the house. Play it in the car. 
We always seem to have time to enjoy reading the things that we want, whether it's reading murder mysteries, romantic-type stories, war stories, history, poetry, adventure, courtroom trials, I don't know, whatever subject you can think of, but every one that I just mentioned, did you know they can be found in the Bible? They're there. They are there. Jesus had a courtroom trial. The Bible has a section of the poetry, you know, the book of Psalms, Proverbs, and so on. So, war stories, boy, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, and so on. Lots of war stories. Murder mysteries, well, the first murder in Genesis. You know, so it kind of goes on and on how you want to take time to read the Bible. While reading someone else's top 25 list of Christian books, or they again, I said it earlier, they might have some benefit. They might have some help. But really, honestly, folks, uh, why not just read God's top 66? These are the 66 books of the Bible that we have. And what a great benefit for your soul, for your marriage, raising your children, managing your money, and a guide and a path all the way to God and His glory to be with Him forever. You know, a daily Bible study, uh, being involved in regular and worship, really helps us draw closer to God. It helps us become the people that God needs us to be day after day, time after time. Try it. You might like it. That's what my mother used to tell me when I, she put something new in front of me to eat. And this is maybe something new for a lot of us, reading and studying the Bible. I'm going to close with this, uh, Romans 10, 17. Some food for thought here. So then by faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how we gain faith. That's how our faith is encouraged. That's how our faith grows and becomes more deeper and knowledge in God. And the Bible is, it is a, it's alive. It's, it, there's an application for almost everything that you can think of in life. And I, I haven't got it all figured out. Just because I, I've been preaching for over 30 years. I've had podcasts now for several years. Uh, fill in everywhere I can when I get called, if I'm available, uh, to help other churches out. You know, it is a constant, again, lifelong journey of reading and studying. And it takes dedication. It really honestly does. And as we start uh, seeing more and more persecution, especially in the United States, it's coming. It's going to be really bad, I think, at some point. You know, some people would laugh at that. But true Christianity uh, when those who say, thus saith the Lord, have always been persecuted by the society around it. Read the book of Jeremiah. Read the book of Isaiah. Read any of the prophets, and you will get the idea really quick. Time is the only thing that's changed. People's hearts, attitudes, and how God looks at those hearts and attitudes has never changed. People really like and love darkness. And you can find that in John chapter 1. Okay? And so, 
most of the persecution that I had received until recently, really, I was always within those who claimed to be Christian. And because they had a, a different view, uh, for example, reading through the Bible, you have a global flood. I believe there was really a global flood. Now, that some people, that's just a made-up story. No, it's not. Uh, there's plenty of evidence around for a global flood. And so, uh, again, there's plenty of water on this planet to cover it if it comes up from underneath the earth and, and so on. And, and folks, again, either the Bible is real, true, from beginning of God creation to the word amen. If there's anything false in it, anything that's not true, then how can I trust God? How can I trust the Bible, period? And I'm getting that way more and more with other folks. The more they lie to me, deceive me, play games, the more I just really don't trust them. And so, you know, it's trust is something that's gained and earned. I understand that. I certainly hope and pray that you have... Long-time listeners, we have quite a few now, uh, would trust everything that I'm saying because I am pulling it from the Word of God. And that's how we all should live our life. Please pray for many of us uh, who have struggled through some severe weather incidents, uh, fires, a lot of flooding, uh, and, and drought. I mean, it's just extreme weather uh, all around. Uh, inflation is getting really, really crazy. And this is going to be uh, hard on people, not only financially, uh, but, you know, there's going to be some real spiritual trials and struggles for a lot of people. And please, just stick to the Word of God. Try to find a congregation. Uh, You notice I use that word congregation more than I do church. Uh, I think that's the more correct uh, interpretation out of the Greek, but... Find a congregation that is teaching the entire Word of God, not just their favorite passage, not just their favorite subject, and they get on their hobby horses, and that's all they talk about. And it can be any subject. It doesn't matter. We need to know the whole, complete Word of God. We get compliments all the time in our email, and people who know us personally, who listen to the podcast, like the great wide variety of subjects that we try to cover, and that we use a wide variety of the books of the Bible. And we just see this as a blessing coming from God to keep doing what we're doing. So, again, I want to thank you for listening. Please hit that like button on your uh, podcasting app and follow us on social media. Uh, We would be really grateful for all of that. Again, may God bless you. And may he have the glory.